0: And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Let me turn that music down. <laughs> We just barely
2: made it, but Ronnie. On the fly, I <laughs> yeah. already got a call from Daredevil telling me to start up
1: Leonard Skinner. He's ready to listen to the show. Okay, well I'm glad we know we got one listener. Yep, and that might be a uh, that might be all we get today. <laughs> and, we'll take it. Well, we're a little we're a little short on a uh, co-host today. With, we uh, are. Ronnie is here for the first time in a few weeks, but yeah, we, Alan is. On assignment wiring up somebody's electric chair and uh we got uh Greg is still out, but he's gonna call in because he is involved with our first guest or our only guest, which is uh at eleven o'clock. We're gonna have Ernie Smith who right. is uh with the with the gassers. The gassers. The dragsters. old dragsters. And uh Greg requested that we have him on today, so we're gonna do it. We'll have him on at uh 11 o'clock and then we'll talk to greg because greg pretty much sponsors them all by himself yeah well he, well, he and he, roberta
2: yeah and, and ernie does have a couple other sponsors but nothing to the extent
1: of, of greg and roberta but you know i looked at his facebook page last night and uh he uh he's got a fox sticker in his window it used to be painted on the back when he had it right that other dragster but he's got a fox sticker in the back window which is fine and uh i didn't see greg and roberta anywhere said yeah. said paula's nightmare and uh saturday night special or something like that but uh anyway we'll talk to ernie about all that and see what he has to say and cover uh everything going on in racing which uh i tell you we're getting down to it with these championships with the, the, with the, with the, the playoffs greedy. right right around the corner yeah we're getting to the needy and the greedy and we're also uh see you looking over there at the whiteboard, which is chock full of high school football
2: starts next friday night
1: yeah and, and they've got uh,
2: 1 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 games of interest to the spartanburg area yeah and uh, and that's week zero which it used to be there would be two or three teams play on week zero and now just about everybody is
1: so they ought to make it week one. <laughs> I don't know why they do it that way. It never made. Who much knows sense the to
2: Who knows the mysterious inner workings of the South Carolina high school league?
1: Well, I hear a lot of complaints about it, but I know nothing about it, and I leave that to Clary and and uh, Alex and uh, Tyler and all the all and the they other do a people. Good job with it. They do a great job. In fact, I don't even know much about this, but I know they have expanded their coverage this year. Right and. Um, Alex is even I'm, I don't know what station it's on and uh as far as I'm concerned it's kind of the competition but he's uh, but I congratulate Alex he's doing Dorman right he's gonna do the, the
2: play-by-play his first year is, is the Dorman play-by-play guy and I'm, I'm
1: anxious to hear him too well he was talking about it a little bit I heard him yesterday and I understandably a little bit nervous yeah because uh
2: I mean, that's a that's a tough road to hoe. If you've never done that, you don't understand how hard it is because you can't have much dead air, and you're responsible for 90% of it. Um, do you ever do any play-by-play on the radio? I have done a little, and it is. It's tough. I, the hardest thing I did was uh, volleyball. On the radio? Well, <laughs> it, it was actually Internet, but you do it like a radio show. I, call I it don't mean to laugh, but no, but I'm serious. It's I, I was doing it for uh, USC Upstate a few years ago, and Lord, it's tough. I mean, I know the basic rules and stuff, but
1: remembering all on the fly is tough. Well, you also got I, I don't, how many people on a team? This is a racing show. We'll get seven, around. Seven, I think seven on a side. Uh, yeah, so per- fourteen yeah. people. So you got to know 14 names and plus subs, volleyball subs
2: <laughs> in and out. So that gum much. Well, meanwhile, back at the racetrack. Yeah,
1: well, we might wander into fishing a little bit. Not today. Not today. But uh, I think that's about all the volleyball coverage you're going to get. And we're also going to have doing our local stuff today. Jada, Alan's daughter. Yep, Alan's not with us this morning, uh, and Jada's going to call in and um, do the local scene for us. And other the other than the uh, improvement, we probably won't notice the difference. Oh, no, Jada is excellent. <laughs> Jada is really good, and we look forward to talking to her. Not so, hard to look at either. No? So we uh, – I don't. can we say that? I did. You did, and it is radio. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, she'll have all the updates of what happened last week and what tracks are in operation. Actually, we're, we, we're in at a very busy point in the season where most of the major series are winding down. Towards the playoffs. In fact, the trucks are already in the playoff, and right? They, and Xfinity's ready to go. Then they're ready to go. Well, I think they got uh, three more races. Something like yeah, yeah. They got Richmond today, Watkins Glen next week, and in, in Daytona. Right. And then the playoffs start at Darlington, which we're not going back to Darlington. Which <laughs> I, I don't really know why. I just it never. I never thought about it. It never much. materialized. We yeah. did it last time, and uh, that's a tough place. A, time. It's well, a tough place to call. I, well, I mean. The facilities were so were so tight. I mean, it was really claustrophobic. We thought I, we had a small studio. Uh, I mean, but this is this is a closet, <laughs> and you get two people in there. In fact, we had three people in there with uh, uh, Ryan Delaney and Jeremy Clements and myself, and uh, it, it was very tightly packed. And uh, But anyway, now we're not going to go to Darlington, but we're going to cover it uh, because that's our home track. And the race is the Southern 500, which is the, uh, as I used to call it, the granddad, granddaddy of them all.
2: And will always be my favorite track.
1: Well, me too. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, You should have picked Harvick last week. I did. <laughs> you did pick him? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look at the... Because <laughs>
2: remember,
3: I let
1: told me... you that he had won like four races in 10 years down there. Let me look at the... Uh... I need to pull up the standings here. I didn't realize you picked him. I was saying that because uh, you usually do pick him and he hasn't won in like sixty-nine races or yeah, something. like years. that. Two years. Two years, and uh but I've got the uh
2: Well, I'm still I'm still holding down last place, but I picked up some points. Yeah,
1: there it is. Allen's got all right after Michigan, Allen's got thirty points. I've got twenty Was that, twenty-nine or twenty-four? Twenty-nine. Deb's got twenty-four, Lanny's got twenty-four. Jesus has got 14, Greg's got 13, and you got 10. I know. So you made it to double digits. You're a tighter last place. Yeah. But I've still got a solid lock on it. But as I was saying, there's a lot, of, a lot of racing going on, except for the fact that this week there's not so much. Uh, right. Xfinity is off. Yeah. Truck's off? No, they race today. Okay. Formula One, though, is off for a month. Wow. They don't race again until uh, August 28th in a Spa which is in Belgium for the Belgium grand prix. So, uh, and last week's, uh, weather tech sports car championship race was mm-hmm. the last one until the last race of the season, which is in, uh, first of October at road Atlanta. So, right. uh, you know, it's hard to believe we've been doing this and, uh, and the years, I mean, it's not over. We still got like right. 13 or 14 weeks to go, but it's, it's winding down and, and, and it's, the the participants who are going to be involved in the championship are, are kind of well-known now. I mean, we right. know that Chase Elliott's won four races, and he's probably the man to beat. And, yep. uh, and we got some other news to talk about, which is uh, Noah Craxton getting signed by Petty to mm-hmm. take Ty Dillon's place in the car number 42. So that's, uh, you know, he was getting... Uh, he was getting a bum rap there for a couple of weeks because uh, he was wrecking people and and uh, a lot of his competitors in the Xfinity Series, where he drives that number nine for uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., right. you know, were really giving him a hard time about his attitude and wrecking people and and this, that, and the other. But he's uh, he's landed a big-time ride, so I guess uh, it worked out. Yeah. And, too, it read this week, and I, I sent it to you,
2: about Team 2311. Have a big decision to make. They were planning on buying another franchise. Not, that's not what to call it. Uh, that's um, charter, charter to to field a third car on the twenty three eleven team. But they've suddenly gone up on the prices of charters.
1: I mean, way up. What were they talking about? Twenty million dollars. I think so. Goodness, of living. I mean, that's. Uh, I remember when it was. Uh, pretty easy to get one of those charters after uh you know when they for, after they first came out with it yeah now what was that other thing you sent me Did you notice how my voice is cracking or something i, I think heard I'm that. puberty come, must be kicking double in at seven, puberty 70 years so but what was the deal with uh that other thing you sent me was a picture uh, of something to do with uh Corey LaJoy. was that like a joke he was because he had a, a mock-up of a, an Acura.
2: Yeah, and and I never did understand, according to the
1: article, if it was a joke or if Acura is really coming in. Well, we can ask Deb that, but uh, you know, every year, and it's been since February since we had him on the show, but we're talking to uh, um, who, who, <laughs> I lost the guy from NASCAR we have on every year. Uh, oh, good grief. Felton yeah, Mike Elton, we talked to him, and, you know, that's one of the questions I always ask him is if uh, any new makes are coming in. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get, you know, I've always wanted to get the BMW w in there for uh, to get Spartanburg involved in And we
2: it. really should, because they are in other forms of racing,
1: and I'd love to see them get in NASCAR. Well, Corey LaJoy, the thing that you sent me that I didn't read all of it. I read most of it or some of it, but it looked to me like, uh, well, I still couldn't figure out if it was a gag or what, but he was talking about it and it had a picture of the car of an Acura and it was a good looking car. It was as good looking as any of the other ones. And, uh, of course I'm all for more makes, you know, I, I think the more makes the merrier, the, uh, if they, uh, if they could come up with, uh, uh, a BMW and an Acura and a Honda, you know, or any you know, I just think it'd be uh, great to have more makes. You know, at one time, you didn't have to get NASCAR's permission to to run a particular make of car. You just did it. I mean, I remember one time, uh, uh, kale Yarborough when he was still building. I think he had John Andretti at the time. Uh, the, the Bojangles car number ninety eight. I think he came to the track one time with a cat with a with a Lincoln. And it was dolled up, ready to go, ready to race. And they said, don't bring this car back. <laughs> you know, just don't do it. Whatever you, and, you know, we don't want a Lincoln. But I think it was in 1951 at, De- at Detroit, they ran uh, what was really one of the watershed moments in uh, auto racing. They had this huge race up there and it was actually for the 250th anniversary of the city of Detroit and this is 1951 and uh, they had like 14 different makes of cars in the race of course they had a huge field but I mean being in Detroit that's what uh, Bill France was trying to do is get as many makes out there as he possibly could and he did and uh, it was won by Johnny Thompson and a Chrysler in fact Bud Moore was second with a Lincoln with a um, Hudson, But anyway, the point being, uh, you know, that's a, a 14 cars in a race, and naturally, uh, back in the old days, you'd have a Ford and Thunderbird and Mercury and Pontiac, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Bu- you know, you, all these different makes, and I just thought it was really cool, but now we've got three. We got 3 I, we do not have a Chrysler.
2: Actually, we only have one. We
1: have three different stickers on cars. Well, but the engines are... are Essentially different, of course. There, a lot of them are made by the same company, you know, right. uh, Pro Motors or you know some particular vendor. But uh, yeah, you're right. It's uh, the word stock car racing is, in, uh, is just a name of the series. It's got nothing to do with what's really going on. However, it's uh, it's what we talk about the most around here, and we are going to continue to do so. So anyway, I tell you what, we're about 30 seconds ahead of schedule, so let's take our first break and come back and talk to Deb Williams, and she can tell us what's going on with all this stuff. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
0: Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection, all great, better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyer's program. Hurry on over to Inpex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers. With four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville,
4: and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com.
5: Image Printing is the only shop
6: in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide-format printing, full-color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848.
0: is trackside and ready to go what's going on at this week's big race now let's go live to deb
1: good morning deb i don't think you're trackside though are you
7: oh not this week i'm not i will be next week but not this week
1: yeah you got a big trip going up to north to uh north new york
7: Watkins glen yeah yeah
1: be a fun trip. Okay. I've never been. I mean, I've been up that way, but not for not to Watkins Glen. I got up to I've Albany up, and uh,
7: yeah,
1: and that area Niagara Falls, but never Watkins Glen. <laughs> Beautiful track. Have you uh, been there uh, very much in your career? Oh
7: yeah, yeah.
1: I was there um,
7: initially at Watkins Glen in 1986 when I was covering um, sports car racing professionally. Well, professional sports car racing. And, uh, that's when I was managing editor of GT Motorsports, And then I was back up there for several of the cup races. And then when I worked for team Penske as well, but it's been at least two decades since I've been there. So I'm looking forward to going back to the finger lakes region. It's a beautiful, beautiful area.
1: Yeah, I know it is. And, uh, I've always enjoyed the track, the, the races at that track at Watkins Glen and it's had a, um, several different configurations of course at one time they raced through the streets of Watkins Glen which was very dangerous and uh and then of course they had to put the little what they call it the bus stop in the backstretch after uh JD McDuffie's death and so but it's a good track it's like uh it used to be like used to be like the only road course they ran on I know Budmore won the first race they ever ran there with with uh, Buck Baker in 1957 And when they came back in 64, he won it with Billy Wade. So uh, uh, Bud Moore had a great success at Watkins Glen. But, um, yeah, that'll be great, and we can't wait to talk to you from up there. But last week we had a new winner, actually a new old winner, which was uh, Kevin Harvick, who'd been out of victory lane for quite a while.
7: That's right. He broke, uh, I believe, a 65-race winless streak last week at Michigan, and it has really set up an interesting situation to determine who's going to be in the playoffs this year because with that victory, Kevin Harvick became the 15th different winner this year, and the playoffs take 16 drivers. So currently the only point position available is that 16th. If we have a new winner this week, that would knock Ryan Blaney, who looks who's poised to finish second in the regular season standings, out of the playoffs. And
1: unless he wins even, the race.
7: Unless he wins the race. But what I was going to say was he's not even guaranteed to finish in second in the standings as Martin Truex Jr. is only 19 points behind Blaney because of the misfortune Blaney had last week at Michigan. So this playoff situation in this regular season is really shaping up to be quite interesting. And with Kurt Busch not being in the car again this week, that drops him down in the standings. I think he's. Uh, let's see. Kurt is twentieth in the standings. So if he's not able to come back any time during the next two weeks, and you have two different winners, that's going to adversely affect him. But Chase Elliott, if could clinch the regular season title this weekend at Richmond. If he acquires 58 points this weekend, he would have to get 58 points this weekend in order to clinch the regular season. So, it's it's really quite interesting, needless to say, at this point in time.
1: Yeah, and uh, this is exactly what I'm, I'm sure NASCAR is loving it because uh, you know, you know, when they came out with this new point system and the stage points and all that stuff a few years ago, you know, I was I never won big for change but uh i'm sure they uh they saw these possibilities years in advance of what i what i saw and and i would imagine this is like uh playing right into what they want to happen to uh not that you don't want chaos but this is good chaos this is this is a discussion points and uh and you know it's good for the sport i i've come around to it i gotta admit
7: It really is, and it's been interesting to see how it has evolved. You know, the current form that it's in is not the way it started out. And I think the way it has evolved through the years, it has now reached a point where they need to leave it alone. I think it's at the best situation that it is right now. And what I find interesting is when it first came into a playoff system, we had the top and it was a top 14, and it was interesting because it seemed like they kept increasing it to make sure that Dale Earnhardt Jr. got into the playoffs this year. That's that's true. No. Yeah, and now that it's 16, it doesn't need to be increased at all. It needs to stay at 16. It needs to stay in the format that it is. I think they have finally achieved the format to do what it was intended to do, instead of it being where someone captured the season championship three to four races before the season even ended, which often happened with Dale Earnhardt. yeah, It wasn't unusual for him to capture it at Rockingham and then us have two more races before the season ended, and it was a lackluster season finale.
1: Did you go to uh, North Wilkesboro, what was it, last week or a couple of weeks ago?
7: I went to North Wilkesboro the opening night and that ryan newman won the southern modified racing tour uh the smart tour race how was it uh, my oh it was wonderful my story about it is on racing oh
1: okay if
7: you follow me on facebook the link to it is on my facebook page and i also posted a link to it on my twitter feed
1: well i saw a little bit of news this week uh i think bubba wallace got re-signed uh there i i I thought kind of unusually um I didn't know there was any question about whether he would be back I didn't even know when his contract was up but I thought he was pretty solidly in there because he's doing a good enough job and as far as I'm concerned but it seemed like there might have been some question about it but he's uh um he's signed again for an uh, uh I'm not sure the period of time maybe you can tell us but he's doing a good job and dad gum he came close to winning the poll and the race last week
7: well, he did win the yeah he did win the pole, and the reason he was beating himself up so badly after the race was because he felt like he made a mistake on the restart. He felt that if he had chosen and executed differently on the restart than what he did, he would have won the race. And he felt like that race, other than perhaps Daytona, was his best chance to win. Particularly since he had actually done the tire test there. Yeah. And he had said when he came away from it that if they didn't win, that wasn't a good sign. I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. that they extended his contract. What I was surprised that it was for multi-years. And How many years did him, he get? He, they never say that. Oh. Uh, all they said was multi-year contract. And he that w- happened yesterday. And I know he's happy to have that out of the way. And the interesting thing is when you talk about how well he's doing, he currently has the most string of top ten finishes currently on the cup series circuit at this time of any of the drivers.
3: Oh wow, well that is the
7: top ten more uh, has has the longest string of top ten finishes right now of anybody.
1: Well um, so that's the, interesting. Oh yes, and I was reading something yesterday about where uh twenty three eleven that team um, was contemplating uh, adding a third team and um, the cost of a charter, you know, buying another charter is uh, getting pretty astronomical. Well, I, I read $20 million.
7: Right, but that third team contemplation was due to them signing Tyler Reddick. They, uh, when they initially signed Tyler Reddick for the 2024 season, they were looking at having three teams, and they were going to have to get a, a charter. But now, you know, everything is so up in the air with Kurt Bush and Kyle Bush and Ty Gibbs and all of that, it's really uh, put everything in flux. But, yeah, supposedly that's what charters are going for right now, so...
1: Well, are there, um, there's only so well, many charters, right? I mean, you, you'd have to...
7: 36. There's 36 charters.
1: And all so 36 you, are, are bought and paid for now. So what you'd actually have to do would be buy a charter from another team, right?
7: That's correct. But you also have to remember that there are requisites set out by NASCAR for keeping those charters. And if you don't, you have to finish, uh, I think it's in the top. 30 in points for so many consecutive years and you have to enter all the races and if you don't meet the performance requirements that nascar sets forth you can't keep that charter you cannot have a charter
1: you know what they call that in soccer don't you
7: no i don't call soccer
1: well i don't very much but it's relegation like over in europe uh like with the I don't know, the Premier League, I'm sort of talking through the top of my hat. There's a lot of other people that know more about soccer than I do, obviously. But if you're one of the poorest performing teams, you get relegated to a, I don't know, like a B-League or something. And and like if somebody in the B-League, if if I understand it correctly, is like the top performing team in the B-League, they can take your spot. And they call that relegation, and it happens all the time. And they're even talking about it with someday if we have these super football conferences in college.
7: Um, well I hope not. Well, um, I've, I've, I, I'd hate to, I would hate to see it in college. I really would. Well, that's where I've
1: heard it talked about. I mean, it does happen in uh, in European and other uh, probably other soccer uh, uh, leagues. Well, but.
7: I I can see it in professional. I don't have any trouble with it in professional. But you know, I think a lot of these colleges are being stupid if because all they're doing. And when you look at, let's take Clemson, for example, since we're we're, where we are, because this is exactly what I thought of, when the talk was about Clemson going to the Southeastern Conference. Now, Clemson, let's face it, when you think of Atlantic Coast Conference football, you think of Clemson. Clemson is basically, with the way it's been performing Almost guaranteed of always being in the top ten, if not the top five, in the standings, and always just about over the last decade, at least, in contention for a spot in the playoffs. Right. Why would you want to go to the into the southeastern conference, other than you're looking at gate receipts, where you're going to have to beat Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss. All those particularly Alabama, Auburn and Georgia, or just Alabama and Georgia yeah. to even be ranked and get consideration to be in the college playoffs.
1: Yeah, I thought of that myself and but you know, it's uh um, I think the ACC and we're getting way off from racing here, but yeah, but but, know, but we're but, but we're talking about uh um, Not exactly but, Michael Jordan and Brad Darty played in the A C C but that was about uh, and, and that that also that kind of brings out the point I was going to make is that ACC is a powerhouse in basketball. They're like, yeah. the, uh, but in football, you know, not so much except for Clemson and it used to be, uh, Florida state and Miami. So, uh, but anyway, let, we're getting on, uh, into the, the tail end of your segment here, Ronnie, you want to record these here and let's do our, uh, let's do our picks. Let me do the standings. I did it just now, uh, before we had you on and, um, After Michigan, allen has got 30 points. I've got 29. Deb and Lanny are tied with 24. Jada's got 14. Greg's got 13, and Ronnie's got 10. And with uh, Richmond coming up this week, Deb, who you like? Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. and Ronnie just became a sad man. (laughs) Yeah, that's who I was
2: gonna pick, but that's okay.
1: (laughs) Who you want then? You get the next one. Don't you dare. (laughs) come back to me i'll take uh i'll take the nine card chase elliott um we'll probably have to get jada's going to take alan's place and do our local scene by phone next so we'll get alan alan and jada's pick uh if you want to text me yours then um lanny lanny i i've got a pretty good idea who it's going to be and uh go ahead and i'll go for greg give him a logano we give him a better shot than uh, yeah. Harrison Burton. So uh, that's that. Well, Deb, um, we had a signing. Nora Cragson is moving up, and he's going to be running uh, the 42 car for uh, uh, Petty's team, which uh, they had to uh, dismiss Ty Dillon.
7: Right, and right about the time Ty was Uh, notified he wouldn't be returning next year it was really quite interesting because the rumors were out there at that time that noah gregson would be replacing ty and ty went in and supposedly said hey tell me what's going on because he was hearing rumors and that's when they informed him that he was not going to receive a contract extension So it had been rumored for several weeks that Noah Gregson would step into the 42. And if you look at the background, not only because of Noah's performance, but Noah's from Las Vegas, the team owner, uh, the co-owner of that team. uh, Gallagher is from Las Vegas. That's where Allegiant Airlines is based. So I'm sure he's had his eye on Noah for quite some time. And when you look at Noah's achievements in the Xfinity series, I can see why they put him in the 42.
1: Yeah, and uh, I tell you, uh, by the way, uh, um, Ronnie, I just got a text from Lanny. He wants Blaney. And a shocking development. I thought as much. Okay. Uh, But uh, the uh, – Craxton has had – mixed reviews here lately. I mean, as far as uh some of his uh Xfinity driving being criticized and uh maybe a little uh temper management problem, maybe. Uh but now he lands a big ride in uh in the premier series. So he's been kinda up and down. I like the guy. I don't like some of the things he's done. Uh kinda like uh Chastain. I like him too, but you know, they're both kind of wild and woolly. Um I uh, but I'm, I'm happy for Craxton. We'll see uh, what that 42 car can do now, I think.
7: Yeah, I, find it, I actually find it amusing how people complain about Gregson and Castane all the time. If they watch the replay of the 1986 Richmond race on uh, Fox Sports 1 last night, it was shown in its entirety and watching Daryl Waltrip and Dale Earnhardt beat and bang on each other, and wreck each other, which took out the first four or five cars, and then Kyle Petty came along and won the race. It was hilarious when they stuck the microphone in Earnhardt's face afterwards, and they asked him about, you know, did he turn Daryl? Did and it was quite clear he came down and turned Daryl. And Earnhardt's response was, "Oh, that's just racing. That's just short track racing. Yeah, it wasn't anything."
3: That's so, right.
7: I find it amusing, and and a lot of the things I hear now are the same things that I heard back when Earnhardt was doing it to everybody. But um,
1: rattling those cages.
7: Yeah, and and it's I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show or not, but Ricky Rudd told me one time. He said, if you will notice, every really successful race car driver wrecked a lot of cars early in their career and it was because of their aggressiveness. Once they learn how to control that aggressiveness, when to use it, when not to use it, that's when they start winning races and start winning championships. If they never learn how to control the aggressiveness, all they do is continue to wreck a lot of race cars.
1: Yeah. Well,
7: Deb? Let me me mention one other thing real quick that was announced this week. All right. Uh, NASCAR (laughs) announced that it's building a new production facility, this week and the production facility will be ready by the start of the 2024 season it's going to be in concord north carolina and it's going to be beside the nascar r&d center which is going to make it within walking distance of the ford tech center and dirt that uh, sanctioning body right across the street from the concord regional airport and rfk racing And I believe it's going to be a 58,000, it is, 58,000-square-foot facility. And not only will the TV productions, but MRN will be housed there
1: as well. Oh, wow. So it's going
7: to be quite a state-of-the-art facility beside the NASCAR R&D Center.
1: Well, that's very interesting. Deb, you always uh, enlighten us. We love having you on the show. And um, have a safe trip up to Watkins Glen.
7: Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Everyone have a great weekend. Enjoy this wonderful
1: weather. Okay, thank you very much. That's Deb Williams. And uh, what do you know about her? She's the smartest woman I know. Smartest woman I know, too. And I live with a bunch of them. <laughs> and not just about <laughs> racing. That's right. All right, let's take a break. Come back and talk to Jada Tesner, who's going to bring us up to date on what's going on in the local uh, the local action. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
8: and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. 10 hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Driving West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open.
6: If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this And you want it to sound like this
9: There's the pass to Leitner
6: Puts it up Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it.
0: Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg.
8: River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
10: McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at mcdonalds.com made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees.
12: I see the
1: and welcome back to Start Your Engines. And uh, we have a fill-in who is a most pleasant replacement for Alan Hill. It's his daughter, Jada.
2: And Jada is the chief communications officer for Spartanburg County School District 1.
1: Oh, okay. Well that's great. Well Jada, impressive. Jada start communicating.
13: <laughs> Good morning. How are y'all?
1: We're doing great. How are you doing? I'm I just had a minute of doing? dead air because of some stupid button pushing, but uh anyway, we're back in action and um and it's all yours. You got about eleven minutes.
13: Well well, we've got a lot to cover in eleven minutes.
1: Start um, talking.
13: <laughs> Even though uh, Cherokee Speedway was rained out last week, um here's Speedway. You know, up there, right across the North Carolina border, had a clear uh, few hours. So they were able to get in a few main events. And we'll go ahead and start off with Harris Speedway results. Thunder Bomber. Uh, First place went to Brandon Satterfield. Second place went to Brandon Green. Third place went to Lloyd Bean Burgess. Ford Outlaws. First place went to Josh Milton. Second place went to Hayden Vandivert. Third place went to Colt McGinnis our Renegade, Street Stock, first place, Tony Pierce, second place, Justin Barber, and third place went to David Wells. Southern Vintage, um, which is always a popular one. There's not too many of these cars left around, but you've got first place went to Adam Bowers, second place, Eric Rogers, and third place, Dennis Williams. For the Crate Sportsman Division, you had Jesse Smith in Victory Lane. Second place went to Jesse Wall. And third place, Taylor Johnson. Uh, Front Wheel Drive had a huge uh, field of cars for this one. But Josh Ayers hit the checkered flag. Second place went to Tyler Capps. And third place went to Adam Green. And then the Futures, another great field of cars. Ricky Jones was first place. Matthew Tucker was second place, and Keith Zane was third place. Um, like I mentioned, Cherokee was out, Harris raced, um, and that's pretty much all that, that we have for last weekend. Uh, for this weekend, there's all, already been a ton of racing and still uh, much more to go. want to start off with uh, Carolina Speedway last night. That's up in Gastonia. Had- That's in Gastonia, had their 50th anniversary of the Shrine 100. And I just think that that is an awesome race um, to give back to a special cause. And it was just really, from what I'm seeing on social media, it was a really special night. They had um, Billy Scott there. And Billy Scott um, won the race in 73. And he was there to present a replica trophy to this year's winner, and of course, this year's winner um, is Ben Watkins. And so, just to see the pictures of Mister Scott and that replica trophy handing it over to Ben Watkins, um, it was it was a great great memory to have for I'm sure Scott's family. Um, But we'll go ahead and dive into those results um, from the Shrine 100. Um, The Hornets, first place went to Scott Collinger. Second place went to Christopher Meadows. Third place went to Chris Gardner. Thunder Sportsman, first place went to Justin Fight. Second place went to David Lucas. Third place went to Tim Edison. Um, As I mentioned, Ben Watkins uh, took the second flag for the Carolina Clash Main. Second place went to Michael Brown. Third place went to Rambo Franklin. Super Sportsman, one of my favorite divisions, as we all know. Uh First place went to Bailey Lofton. Second place went to Josh Langley. Third place went to Cade Langley. So um, good to see uh, the Langleys in the top three. Pro Four Main, Tim Bristol was first place. Jacob Kinder was second place. A.J. Barker was third place. Uh, Thunder Bombers, first place went to Benji Knight. Second place went to David Lucas. Third place went to Justin Truitt. Um, and they, from what I can see on their schedule, will not be racing next week. Um, I'm sure it, it it took a lot to get that race together and, and just so happy that they had a huge turnout last night. The weather was great for them. Um,
1: last night so, was a wonderful night, weather-wise.
13: It was. It was where well, I
1: was anyway. Stands, I mean, I,
13: the the stands were packed, pits were packed. Um, so great, great evening for for Carolina Speedway. Also, um, last night we had Travelers Rest Racing for the Mike Hawkins V8 Summer Slam. Last night was the first night of two nights of racing. Um, they had. Um, Rookies at Stringford, Pure Stock, and Ford Outlaws. And we'll go ahead and dive into those results. Nick Norris took first place. Second place went to Dell Bennett. And third place went to Dylan Bell for the Ricky Main. Pure Stock Main, Jason McGrew was first place. As Dad would say, that, that person that always comes up, data unavailable.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't um, like it when he place, shows up.
13: I hate that.
1: It might be a woman for all I know.
13: Uh, that is true. Third place went to T J. Penfield. Um didn't see Showtime in there, so I'm wondering if Showtime didn't take second place, but uh third uh, for the Ford Outlaw Maine, first place went to Josh Melton, second place went to Hayden Vanderfurt, and third place went to Mitchell Coggins. Extreme four, once again, Mitchell Coggins. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mitchell Coggins is who runs Terra Speedway. So not only are you a promoter, uh, owner of a track, but you also race, and I, I love that. Second place went to Tyler Capp. Um, Third place went to Dean Riddle. And so that that was your main event for last night. For tonight, um, huge, huge Thunder Bomber race. So tonight... Uh, divisions that are racing you've got extreme four pure stock the sharp micro mini slate models I'm sure they would be a blast to watch thunder bomber and then you've got street stock renegade the gates will open tonight at four o'clock um drivers meeting will be at 6 30 hot laps at seven o'clock the pits are going to be 30 dollars. stands are 15 and i'm sure that thunder bomber race will be a Huge, huge one to watch. It's $5,000 to win. Um, A lot of people know that this is a premier race uh, for Travelers Rest, and um, I'm sure the stands will be packed just as they were at Carolina Speedway last night. Moving over to Cherokee Speedway, Cherokee is not racing tonight. Um, They have a huge race, um, which I'd love to see these tracks having big races for our local divisions. They have the V8 um, Tribal Tribal Nationals. Um, this is one of their premier races for the year. Next Friday, they have Super Sportsman, Qualifying in Heat, Thunder Bomber, Qualifying in Heat, Pure Stock, Qualifying in Heat. The features will be the Carolina Sprint Tour, which, by the way, they will have a meet and greet at the track. Um, the 602 MIDI modified and the Crown V8 for next Friday night. Uh, pits will be $20 to get in. Gates open at five and um, look forward to seeing another packed house there. Saturday night, you have your huge main divisions, I would say. Pure $3,000 to win. Thunder Bomber, $3,000 to win. Super Sportsman, another three grand to win. Young Guns V8, five hundred to win. Great Sportsman is a thousand to win, and your six hundred two Thunder Sportsman series is fifteen hundred to win. If you want to go ahead and make a weekend of it at Cherokee Speedway, you can have a thirty dollars um, for your stand passes, sixty dollars for your pit passes, um, and I think that that very humbling of cherokee speedway to keep those um sand passes reasonable for the fans um given given the stay in time um, i appreciate tony adair um giving the fans a break on on that um pass. but um so that actually perry i'm think i'm two minutes
1: left to go yeah i've been texting uh, you the time <laughs> I
13: know, i'm know. i sitting here watching it and trying to, to look at results too but um well
1: i, I can't you can't see my fingers so uh <laughs> i had to let you know what was going on you got a minute and a half
13: well dad has sent in his pick and he is gonna take has anybody taken Carl larson no he
1: we've already got it i think he texted ronnie with it okay. so we're all set awesome. Hey. Um,
13: okay. Well. Good.
2: Well, and good. we gave you your usual pick of number eleven. Is that right? I uh,
13: know. I just one day I will venture out. I promise. Um, <laughs> whenever I start studying more on NASCAR than I do,
1: <laughs> well, right. well, you got a pretty now, safe bet well, with stay, him.
2: I want you to stay in it because that means I got somebody to shoot for to get out of last place.
1: <laughs> uh, don't make her mad now, or she will start picking uh, the nine car, and then I'll be in trouble. Jada, it's great having you on the show. We only got a few seconds left, but uh, uh, is is Danny ready to go? I was hoping you'd tell me that Alan oh. couldn't come on because he was getting the car ready for someplace tonight.
13: No, Danny's Danny's not ready to go. You know, as Dad said, we've just really been enjoying family time at the lake this summer. And um not saying it's not going to happen this year, but um, it's just not ready quite yet.
1: Okay jada thank you so much for coming on and uh we're going to take our top of the hour break and come back and talk to ernie smith jada it's a pleasure to have you on the show always
13: thanks friend have a great
1: week all right thank you very much that's jada and uh jada tesner so we're going to take a break come back talk to ernie smith you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg
0: Download our app on your smartphone or mobile device.
1: Fox Sports Spartanburg
0: 98.3 FM. WSBG Spartanburg. We are. And here's what you need to know.
14: Breaking NFL news. The Athletic just reported that New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson suffered a bone bruise in last night's preseason game at Philadelphia. His ligaments are in good shape and more tests are incoming on a potential meniscus injury to determine a timeline for how long he might be out. The Carolina Panthers announced today that Baker Mayfield will start at quarterback in their preseason opener at Washington. Kickoff coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. On Friday, Major League Baseball suspended San Diego Padres star Fernando Tatis Jr. for the rest of the season after he tested positive for a banned performance-enhancing substance. Tatis Jr. said he inadvertently took a medication to treat ringworm that contained the banned substance. On the field on Friday night, the Los Angeles Dodgers won at Kansas City 8-3. The Dodgers now on an
8: 11-game winning streak. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course, the Fox Sports 1400 app.
3: Tracing roots to 1832, Jenny is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
6: The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com.
0: Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
13: Gentlemen, start your resume.
7: <laughs>
0: Impex pre owned presents Starts Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and impactspreowned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black, author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood.
1: And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And it's my great pleasure to welcome back an old friend of the show. Well, I don't know how old he is, but he is a friend of the show. And uh, absolutely, and uh, great dragster with the with the uh, the gassers. That's uh, Ernie Smith. Good morning, Ernie. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing great. Now that you're on the show, how are you? Doing good up here in Chesney. Uh, we're doing a little maintenance, getting this thing ready to
2: load
15: up and head to London, Kentucky this coming weekend.
2: I think the last time I saw you, Ernie, we were on location at our sponsor, Impacts Used Cars, up in, uh, well, halfway between Inman and North Parkburg.
15: Yeah, up there. Uh, we were up there doing the live remote, brought the race car out. Had a good time this Saturday morning.
1: That's Impacts Pre-Owned pre-owned i don't think they call them used cars anymore but you had a i wasn't there that week you bring out your race car a week i didn't show up but I, and, it, and i looked at your facebook page and everything last night and uh that's a beautiful car tell us about
3: it
15: well it's a 66 chevy 2 nova like I say like you said we run the southeast Gasers association uh run an 11 race tour uh all over the southeast all the way up into indiana ohio Everything we run has to be 1967 or older, has to have a four-speed transmission, and has to be engine only. No power routers, no turbos, no blowers, no you know nitrous. And everything's old school, 1960s, heads up, first guy there wins drag racing. That's the kind of drag racing we grew up with. Exactly, and that's what our whole association is trying to bring back. You know, the, the mid-60s was like, I call the heyday, you know, it's before my time, I'm 58, you know, and but looking back on history of you know, the sport and everything, that was the heyday of drag racing. That was, you know, the high point to me of drag racing, I mean, the old gasser cars, the mid-60s, you know, you had the gasser wars, the factory wars, just like you had in NASCAR, and, I mean, we try to recreate that for the fans. I mean, our cars, even down to the fact that, we have certain wheels are not allowed because you couldn't get them in the 60s. Cars have to be hand-painted, hand-lettered, no vinyl. We try to, when you come through the gate, you're in 1967.
1: Well, that's, uh, that's <laughs> the way I like it. And what I want to know is, um, now, I think you told me one time or told us on the air that even your trailer and your hauler has to be uh, uh, period uh, correct. It's,
15: it, it doesn't have to be. We have a lot of people pull with open trailers, but, I mean, the aspect of we do so much traveling up, like, say, in the Indiana and Ohio, we just came back from Indiana the weekend before last, and, you know, we'll have the motorhomes, the enclosed trailers, but we kind of keep the cars out behind the trailer where, you know, we keep the focus. As we like to say, the cars are the stars. The rest is just window dressing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, well, I, I think I also read um – that you Did you write that you had just moved back up into sixth place in the standings? Moved into
15: fifth place. Fifth place? Fifth, yeah, we're we're finally, after several years of fighting on our own, you know, I'm a low-budget, kind of underfunded, by-myself team, but the parts and pieces have come together through some family, through some friends. My cousin, a, a name well-known in this area for dirt racing years, my cousin Brian Harris has took over doing all my chassis and setup work, uh, Todd Hurtel and Tony Wright, two great friends of mine. Todd's, uh, Jeremy's engine builder, and uh, over there Clements. Him and Tony Clements have gave me some help. My buddy Tony Wright's given me some help. They put me some horsepower together, and we've we're still not quite over the hump with competing with these big money teams, but we're getting there. Well, you get That's some help I'm from there every weekend. <laughs> you get a little help from Greg Moore, don't you? I do get a lot of help from Greg and Roberta. Without them, it wouldn't be possible. You know, I you know I don't have the Big money sponsors. I do have some good sponsors in Scott McFalls, Robert Wings, et cetera, here in Springs, Kendall and Tracy Smith, Priority Heat and Air, Ace's High Tattoo down at Myrtle Beach, you know, good friends of mine, good small business owners, kind of people I like to do business with. People that look at you in the eye, shake your hand, you know, just blue collar go to work people, which is what I am. And you know, yeah, I can't compete with the big money teams, but they know I'm there every weekend.
1: Well if you're in fifth place they must. Now now how many uh how many teams are out there? You're in fifth place out of about how many?
15: Uh, we run three, diff- four different divisions, A-Gas, B-Gas, C-Gas, and Superstock. I run C-Gas, and we have, I think, 31 cars in the point of C-Gas. All total, there's about 150, 160 cars legal to run with us in all the different classes. We'll average anywhere from 65 to 90 cars a race. except so when we come to Shadyside at the end of the year, November 5th Shadyside, we always draw over a hundred cars. You know, we start our season there. We end our season there. And that's like the Daytona 500 for the gasers. Everybody comes to Shadyside. So, you know, when we get up there, there'll be over a hundred cars that
1: race, you know, Greg and I say every year that we're going to go to that. And we, we haven't made it yet for one reason or another, but dad Gummin I want to go up there and see that, that, that sounds great. November 5th is, I mean, the 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 drive up should be just beautiful. And, uh, and I, the
15: weather's right. And, I yep. mean, you're, you're only 30 minutes above Spartanburg, right up, you know, in between Gaffney and Shelby there in Bowling Springs, North Carolina. Great facility. A lot of history. Track's been there since, you know, the mid-50s. It's the perfect venue for our group and what we do. And, I mean, last year or three years ago, before all the COVID stuff started, we have fans come. We had people at that race from Australia, England, Japan, the Netherlands. We've got a guy from some in the Netherlands shipping a car over. It'll be here this week. He's going to debut with us in Knoxville in about four weeks. The car is going to be based here in the U.S., and he's going to fly back and forth for the rest of this year and all of next year to compete
1: with us. I think I detected, looking at your car last night online, uh, I think I detected a Fox Sports Spartanburg uh, decal on the back window.
15: You did. You guys have been awful good to me over the years. And, you know, I try to take care of friends that help me out. You guys have been awful, awful good to me having me on the show. You, you know, help me promote my program, our group, the Southeast Gassers. And, you know, I just wanted to give a little something back and say thank you.
1: Well, you know, all you got to do is get a hold of Greg, which uh, Greg called me about Monday or Tuesday and said, you know, um. Let's have Ernie on the show, and then maybe I haven't talked to Greg uh, on the air for a while since he's been out with his little accident. I said, uh, man, we'd be glad to have Ernie on the show. We'll give him the whole 20 minutes. He'll be our legend, and then uh, we'll talk to you after that. So uh, uh, you just stay in touch with Greg, and anytime you need to come on and promote something or just uh, tell us how you're doing, big news, whatever it is, you just let us know. Well, I appreciate
15: that. I don't know about the legend status. I did hear Jada mention a legend, and I got to say, Happy birthday today is Mister Billy Scott's eighty seventh birthday. That was my hero growing up. Well,
1: and I meant that to get into this, but a, that man can wheel a race car. I meant to get into it with her, but she was kind of tight on time, and I, I had about a minute of dead air there that didn't help help matters very much. <laughs> but she, um, she, he won. He won a race last night at. Carolina. He didn't win the race last night. He won the first race 50 years ago. Oh, I, and I, see, well, I heard that part. I thought he won again last night. And I said, I, that, that, that's amazing. If it's true,
15: he was there last <laughs> night as part of the 50th anniversary celebration from what I've read. And, uh, uh, to present a replica of the very first trophy to the boy that did win it. Ah, Okay.
1: Night. That makes a lot more sense. Um, but you said you're 58, you're a kid. I'm seventy, <laughs> Ronnie and I are seventy, so yeah. uh are oh, you're getting ready to be aren't you? yeah, not yet he's he's a little younger, but um, I'm a baby, yeah <laughs> um big one you um uh, now, where do y'all go next? Where are you running next and when we will, we'll leave Thursday night to head to London,
15: Kentucky, then we'll have two weeks off. We'll be down to Sylvania, Georgia, then Knoxville, Tennessee, then Orangeburg, South Carolina and I can't remember where after Orangeburg, but then we'll end the season, like I said, I believe it's November 5th, whatever that first Saturday in November is, Shady Side Dragway up in Boylan Springs.
1: Well, that sounds great. And um, tell me, because I'm so fascinated with, uh, now you got a 66 Chevy too, right? I do. Okay. Now, what are some of the other cars like uh, that may be ahead of you in points and, and just uh, – uh, Give us guy, an idea of the variety of different cars we see racing, because I think that's the, fantastic. I remember most of them. The
15: guy that uh, is actually leading the points in Sea Gas, Tim Hall from down uh, down below Anderson, South Carolina, is he's in a '64 Rambler. Oh wow! Uh, Gate Burl in a drives a Model A. Lots of '55s, '56, '57 Chevrolets. Tony Turner <laughs> uh, drives a '34 Dodge with with a true. Emmy in it uh we have a guy from up wisconsin uh drives a 56 Ford. uh it was a Fairlane, i think has a true 427 sohc engine and, you know out there beating and banging racing an engine that's worth as much as the car wow uh you know a vast variety anything you would see in the 60s i mean uh you know uh, Falcons, we have a, a kid named Adam Lowhorn from up in, uh, Palmyra, Indiana, refuses to put wheelie bars on the car at shady side. You'll see him put the car on the back bumper with sparks flying through three gears.
1: Good grief. We're talking to Ernie Smith, one of the Southeast gassers and a great friend of the show and somebody we like to have on as often as we can. Ernie, you, uh, uh, how long you been doing this? I've been doing this with the Southeast Gashers now for eight years. I started, uh,
15: Mr. Sonny, uh, Mr. Sonny Clayton gave me an uh, an option of getting his car eight years ago. And I drove for uh, Boots and Sonny's for a while. Drove for Quain. I drove the house car for Quain. stock, their sp- st- speed shop for a year. And then me and my wife were able to put together a deal to buy our own car. But you know, I've been involved in some kind of form of racing most of my life. I've started out motocross racing when I was like seven, uh, Went over and helped some guys. Did some dirt racing for a while. Came back. Started bracket racing here locally. Went in the Air Force. Came out. Went to work for Queen Stott's Pro Mod team. Crew in a Pro Mod car. So, you know, I've been involved in some form of racing pretty much all my life.
2: Thanks for your service. Well, Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Ernie, I used to have a friend that had a 64 Rambler. Looked like a crappy tank. (laughs) But that
15: son of a gun would fly. Uh, Tim, Tim... Uh, Mr. Hall down there, Tim Hall, an amazing guy. He just retired from the National Guard, just retired from teaching shop down at Abbeville High School. This guy is literally the do-it-yourself king. He built every piece of the car himself. He does his own motor work. He built the roll cage chassis. He did the body work. He did the paint work. When he tells you, I built it, he truly Every piece of the car. I mean, just a master craftsman, uh, one of the most fierce competitors, but one of the most greatest, nicest people. Give you a shirt off his back, Will loan you any part he's got. And that's that's the beauty of our whole group. I have won several races with parts I just borrowed from the guy I've got to run the very next round. These, You know, our most of us' philosophy is, if it's in my trailer, do you know it's there? Don't take time to come ask me. You know you need it. Get it. Well, that's a, you know that's... And everybody. Everybody there knows if it's in my trailer and they need it. If they know where it's at, and you're between rounds, don't waste thirty seconds coming asking me. Well,
1: that's Get a great it. way to be, Ernie. And uh, I tell you what, we need a whole lot more of that attitude in all walks of life, not just drag racing.
15: Well, our you know we pride our Southeast gasers Association on being very <laughs> family oriented. I mean, you know if. If you don't get kids involved in a sport, be it racing, whatever, in another generation, there's not going to be a sport. I mean, yeah. you know, with our with our, I have as much fun at the race, seeing kids, looking at my car, putting them in the seat, let them sit in it, take pictures. That's as much fun to me as the racing.
1: Yeah, and I and, used to be one of those kids.
15: <laughs> I was too. You know, I, I have a, a reminder on my phone that said, you know, somebody, uh, put somebody put up on Facebook a couple years ago why do you take time out to, to do all this stuff with the kids in the middle of a race and everything well because I used to be that kid
1: that's right that's right and I and yeah. you've got your connection with Greg and Roberta and uh, I guess mine with with I have a lot of them with the Budmore with his family but uh, man I used to go down there when they were Budmore's garage was on the corner of Pine and St. John's and sit in those race cars and of Buck Baker and Jack Smith and Speedy Thompson and Joe Weatherly, and nobody ever said a peep to me. It's just, you know, it, 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 exactly. and that was my Disneyland.
15: You know, I don't think a lot of people realize how fortunate we are to grow up where we did. I yep. told somebody several years ago that as I got older, I, I took a young lady to my senior prom. Her grandfathers were Banjo Matthews and Cotton Owens. Holy cow. <laughs> and as I was you know, as I got older, I could walk into Peach Blossom at lunch, and there would be Bud and Totten, uh, Jack Smith, uh, you know. Yeah. Just the who's who at NASCAR. And, you know, if they saw me, they would invite me to sit down to lunch. And, you know, yeah, to me, you know, in my 20s and stuff, they were, loved sitting there hearing the stories. But now that I've got older, I appreciate the fact that you know those guys would take the time to give a young guy advice on racing. You know, just to listen to their stories, it was, it was you know, an amazing time in my life to sit there. You know, eat a hamburger steak beside David Pearson at lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was.
1: Yeah, I, I was a little bit after you. It was the same crowd you just mentioned. Plus, Roger Mandeville and his wife were always in there. And uh yeah, that was a great time. We got to let you go, Ernie. But you come back and talk to us again later on in the year. And I swear to goodness, man. Me and uh, Greg. Greg are going to make it up to uh, uh, your your Shady event uh, in November the 5th. I, I really want to see that, and I'm not just blowing smoke. I do.
15: Well, I I really appreciate you guys having me on. Like I say, y'all have been awful good to be in our program over the years, and uh, look forward to seeing you. And for anybody local, November 5th, Shadyside Dragway. Shady side. People out there listening on the web, London Dragway this coming weekend, look us up on online southeast gassers association get the whole tour i believe if you ever come see us once you won't be disappointed and you'll be hooked
1: that sounds great thank you ernie appreciate it we'll talk to you later on down the road and good luck to you thank y'all have a good day all right you too that was uh ernie smith who's uh the southeast gassers
2: and i really enjoy just talking to him
1: even if you're talking something besides racing yeah ernie's a good guy all right let's take a break Let's see if we can get Greg on the horn. Greg Moore, you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
0: Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection, all great, better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyer's program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter
4: what.
5: image printing is
6: the only shop in the upstate that prints signage decals banners t-shirts wide format printing full color paper printing and offers graphic design services all in-house And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call (laughs) 864-583-8848.
1: And welcome back to Start Your Engines, and uh, I think having to lead in for Greg Moore be money is a pretty good idea, since he's uh, one of uh, Ernie Smith's benefactors, co-hosts of this this particular show. How you doing this morning, Greg?
12: Well, Perry hanging in there. Uh, like I say, been missing everybody a lot, but I hope to be back here, and uh, I think pretty much everybody knows I had a falling accident. And... Um, Got hurt pretty bad but uh i'm recovering pretty good and hopefully i'll be back uh maybe early as two weeks okay so i but I've, I've been missing you guys a bunch
1: i guarantee you uh applebee's is probably missing us <laughs>
12: uh you have no doubt about that i, I did venture out up there uh, uh and natalie was up there and me and my my, my dear friend larry and we walked in there for just a few minutes, and she said, where, are we all, where have y'all been? I said, well, we're planning on being back. <laughs> I said, it's
1: just a matter of time. Yeah, well, we'll be back up there. I I, I haven't been myself, and I've got no excuse other than a, a creature of habit. I, I That's always been my Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning place to eat, and I, I don't usually go there otherwise. But we just had Ernie Smith on that you arranged for us, and I know you're a a big backer of Ernie Smith and he talked very fondly about you and your dad and your family and, uh, and Roberta and Roberta. That's absolutely right. Thank you, Ronnie. Um, so how did you get hooked up with Ernie Smith and, um, and what do you do for him? Cause he's, uh, he says he couldn't get along without you. Well, pretty much, uh,
12: Ernie was a a childhood friend of Roberta's and, uh, I'd bumped into him and Paul, his wife, probably Oh, I want to say maybe 15 years ago. And he was always involved in racing, uh, of some sort. And he was running the car. And I got where I went by where him and a a friend of his was doing all their own stuff, their own motors, everything. And, and, and doing surprisingly well, uh, it's, it's really kind of a, he's running against a lot of big money people and, but he still does good. And, uh, he he's got a motor combination that they're, they're working on. That's uh, really gonna. I've I've kind of helped assist him on that, at least with some advice or old timey advice. And uh, he looks to come out at the Travelers Rest and and run real good.
1: Well, so you uh, you, you you give him um, technical advice. Technical advice, but I mean it's stuff that was what. Well, that was cutting edge when you were doing it for Bud Moore Engineering and building those uh, uh, Winston Cup winning cars. Uh, it's the same technology pretty much that Ernie uses now. Is that right? Yeah,
12: pretty much. You know, in 1967, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that was kind of a heyday for, for, for drag racing and and that car was doing good. And uh, but they go strictly by the '67 rule book. I mean, they got to hand paint the numbers. Uh, they got the uh, summit is, is a sponsor and they can run decals and stuff, but, uh, they got, uh, they, they got to have hand lettering on just about everything. Now they can take and shoot clear over the car. And, uh, cause you know, the, the people want them to look good and show up. Good, but it's a real popular series.
1: Greg, we got to go up there and see them this year. We say it every year and we haven't done it yet, but Dad dadgummit, let's do it. Uh, he said November 5th at Shady Side. 30 minutes okay. away or 30 30 miles away or something like that
12: well you know we 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 sort of plan
1: to do that and something always gets in the way
12: <laughs> yeah we, you were right in the middle of the wedding and
1: uh I no i, I was no, no the wedding was in july we're talking about uh you know it's every november it seems like they end the season there and it's it, it, but something does come up. Either uh, you know, I don't know. One of us can't make it for for some reason. But yeah, we can't pin this. We can't pin this one on the wedding.
12: <laughs> no. Well, anyway, uh, it, it was probably <laughs> it was it was probably my fault more than
1: anything. I don't yeah. I, I don't know. So uh, we'll we'll share the but, fault on this. But uh, yeah. we got to get up there. We need yeah. to support. I mean, I know you support him financially, but I want to see him run, and maybe he'll even. Uh, Give us the VIP treatment and get us in the pits and uh all that sort of stuff.
12: Yeah, and like and like I say, uh, you know, we talked to Ed Clark uh, uh and his protege down in Atlanta, and they run the show down there down in the front straightaway, uh on several occasions. And Ed Clark says they really draw people because it is it is nostalgia and it's very competitive and they make a lot of horsepower and they run Pretty doggone fast, and Ernie's been uh, real successful in that. And like I say, he's always been involved in racing. I also want to mention something that, uh, along the same line, uh, our dear dear friend uh, Barry Burle, uh, he's just taken the uh, you know he operates the, the 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 station simulator, and he's just gotten it converted over to the new to the new car. Uh, the, the GN2 car, and he said it is a handful to drive, and uh, that thing is very accurate. You know, that was the last project that, that Nelson Crowes were helped with, and and I helped him with Mary, the computer expert, and we bought it to the point where maybe we can uh, see what the computer and him driving it is the sophisticated schedule.
1: You know I need to stop by and see that thing Greg because Larry only lives about 200 yards from my house I believe with a decent golf shot I could uh, I could put a, a a three wood in his uh through one of his windows from my front yard
12: oh yeah well I, I might be able to get close to it back when I was about six years old when we were playing golf up there at your house <laughs> <laughs> but but he didn't very far because it's it's uh I need to go see that to thing. The, uh Presbyterian Church yeah. And uh
1: Well he real he lived right beside Buck Baker's house. Buck Baker lived on the corner exactly. of Fernwood Drive in Emory and he's the next house uh north on Emory. I yeah. shouldn't give his address yeah. out, should I? <laughs> that was kinda now, bad. Say, <laughs> he went he
12: went to a lot of races with me early on and uh uh he, he he actually was there at Atlanta when you know when we went to Daytona in seventy two with the orange car in the first banjo car. And he went to Atlanta with us with, with that car and, uh, you know, we ran a solid fourth and, uh, he's seen the progression of, of the latter part of the, well, of all the Trans Am stuff and kept up with NASCAR for years.
1: Was that the Cleveland three fifty one engine?
12: Uh, yeah, but that was, that was when we was running the, well, we could actually run three sixty six, which is six lead. Oh, okay. But, uh,
1: I tried to be, you know, I tried to sound smart, and I blew it.
12: Well, no, but, uh, <laughs> they changed that back down to 358, because nobody had blocks at that time, which, which they do now, that would stand hardly any overboard. Even the Chevrolets had trouble breaking main bearing weapons and that type of stuff. Ernie's bumped into that same thing, uh, with some of their stuff, you know, you put horsepower on it, but, uh, yeah, uh, Larry, the big supporter of the show, and uh, Ernie is, and like I say, we don't, you know, we try to cover drag Grayson a little bit, but uh, Ernie, he, he's got first name basis with, with John Kazi, legendary IHR builder, and some different things, and uh, I just, I just feel like if if Ernie could get just a little bit more support. Uh, he would put him
1: over the top. Well, I know you and doing your would. part, and uh, you know what, Greg? We uh, we really support the underdogs around here. Between Ernie Smith and Jeremy Clements, we uh, we pick the little guy that goes up against the the Goliaths, and uh, dadgummit, we come out pretty good sometime.
12: We really do. We really do, and of the
1: first. And I wouldn't have it any other way. The heck would be in a a Gibbs fan or something.
12: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And need the Spartanburg people and uh, tried and true. You know, like I say, Ernie's from around Ballant Springs, and that's still Spartanburg County. And uh, it's uh, it's a close knit deal. You know, we've always, as you know, you've always kept up with uh, Bud mornings during the NASCAR uh, since you were born. Literally, I mean,
15: you know, uh, literally
12: all the time, by the time I mean. And down and playing shuffleboard with A.J. Fort uh, down at Daytona back in, uh, what was it, 63, 64, somewhere around
1: 65? 62 yeah. and 65 yeah. were the years I went down there.
12: Yeah. And uh, we even got a picture of uh, me and you and uh, Brittany and uh, Smoke.
1: And my uh, daddy and A.J. Fort.
12: Yep. And, at, the,
1: at the Castaway uh, Motel. A lot,
12: a lot of good memories.
1: Yeah. You know, we... uh. We do have a lot of good memories, Greg, but let's, I'll tell you what, let me let you go. Uh, I'm, I, I'm got a call this morning at nine 30. When I was getting ready to get in the car to come here and it was Will Cronkite thinking he was on the show today. And I, he said, you had said something to him about it. And I said, Nope, well, but we'll take you next week. So we're going to have Will Cronkite next week, Greg.
12: Yeah. Well, well that's good because, uh, what he, 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 stays real busy, uh, chasing down that deal. You know, he's got the earn art
1: well, that's what he wants to talk about, and I and I need to talk to you about it because I'm I need to be brought up to speed on it. He's a, he's asking me questions about the history of the car, and I don't even know which car we're talking about. But let me let you go, Greg, so we can take a break. And uh, it's great having you on the show. We need to get your rear end back up here in the seat next to Ronnie, between uh, Ronnie and uh, Alan. Well, let me
12: put it this way, it sure messes up my Saturdays even when I'm here, and many uh, too good a shape to do anything, but uh, it ain't it ain't a Saturday to uh, the group of us and everything do the show and you know go up to Applebee's and see her.
1: Our- well, let's uh, let's make that happen in September.
12: Yeah, like I say, we'll we'll I think I can be back by toward.
1: I'm giving you till Labor Day to get ready, cause the next week we're supposed to go to Mount Airy, so uh you know we you you got to get healthy quick.
12: Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt about
1: it. All right, buddy, let me let you go and we will uh we'll talk to you later. And I appreciate you coming on the show and, and the support you give our buddy Ernie Smith and uh you're a great guy, Greg. Thank you.
12: Well, I, I sure do appreciate Barry and we're all real good friends. And uh I, I just can't wait to get back on the show.
1: Well we can't well you're on the show, but we, we want you in person. Greg, I talk to you later on this week. Yeah, tell everybody. Said hello, and Perry, you take care too. All right, buddy. We'll see you later. That's uh, great
2: to talk I, to Greg again. Finally.
1: Yeah, yeah. He sounds he sounds better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: a whole lot stronger than the last time I talked to him last week.
1: All right. Let's take a actually actually I got a minute or two here. Let me tell you a couple of things crazy that happened to me this week, Ronnie. And okay. I was looking at my office window. Uh, this was Tuesday, and. Guess what walked through my backyard? Tell me. Two coyotes. In the middle
2: of the city of Spartanburg.
1: In the middle of the day, like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, what I didn't realize, earlier in the week, somebody had come ringing my front doorbell, uh, and, and this guy, he looked like he'd been wrestling with one of them, and I just sort of talked to him through the, I got one of those uh, security cameras in my doorbell, and I I said, what can I do for you? And he was like, get your dogs in the house. There's coyotes in the neighborhood. And I was like, okay. Wow. I didn't see any. That was last week. But Tuesday, I'm just sitting there uh, catching money launderers for Wells Fargo, and I look up, and two of them go walking through my backyard, and they had been on my deck and had... (laughs) Not something you
2: expect to see looking out your window in the middle of the residential section of Spartanburg. Yeah,
1: and it just choked me up. But they, uh, they had a, uh, they left evidence that they had been on my deck and they had come. I leave the back door open uh, on from the deck to the back porch, so uh, Mia, my big fat dog, ten year old dog, can get in and out because she won't fit right. through the doggy door. Right. They had been on my back porch and. Uh, there was, they left evidence that they'd been there too. And that's where me, where I, I feed her. And, um, uh, I mean, I, I, I was really taken aback by all this. So I, anyway, I sent the, uh, I took pictures while they were still out there and I sent it to my buddy at, uh, East side animal hospital and, and she, uh, identified them as either coyotes or foxes. And, I uh, sent her some of the other evidence that she was leaning towards it being a fox. And I heck, I don't know what it was, but they didn't look well. They looked real scraggly. So um, I called the next day. Uh, I called the city and they told me to call the department, South Carolina department of natural resources. I talked to the wild animal catcher there who was at Clemson. And um, he said that uh, for our region and um, he gave, he, texted me a list of wild animal catchers and so i got one of those uh, the first one that answered the phone got the job and he came up there uh, uh came out to my house and uh, anyway make a it's too late to make a long story short to end the story he's uh i don't think i'm gonna need him because i haven't seen anything nobody in the neighborhood seen anything uh, uh seen him anymore so uh I don't really know if it's necessary. I, he said they were migratory, so maybe they migrated on over to Hillbrook or something. I don't know. Just passing through. They're just passing through. I guess so. But anyway, I tell you what, it was uh, something I didn't expect or want. And it really was uh, rather disconcerting to see uh, really wild animals going through your backyard. So, uh,
2: And not long ago, I, I didn't see a- the Roadrunner. Well, I I saw a report a couple of weeks ago of a bear in Spartanburg.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that was on Lawson's Fork. You know, they had a picture of one a couple of years ago trying to get into Spartan High. You know, I don't don't know what grade he's in, but (laughs) anyway. All right, let's take a break, come back, and uh, wrap this show up. You are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
9: Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan Certified Pre-Owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for
10: more details.
3: Tracing roots to 1832, JANI is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, Financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
8: River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
0: Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Yeah. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSBG Spartanburg. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal.
8: Nothing satisfies like dry granola.
0: No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage, biscuits baked to perfection the enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast so make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage mcmuffin sausage biscuit or hash browns any two for just two dollars it's mcdonald's easy on the go breakfast prices and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal single item at regular price
6: value and product served
1: Start me up, AJ. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up for uh, another Start Your Engines episode and talk about what happened last week. Oh, I do want to mention one other personal item. Um, last Saturday, I got a call from Susan Castles that I had mentioned last week. That her father Neil Castles, great great independent race driver and uh, one of only two Grand National East champions back when they ran the pony cars with the big cars in 71 and two, I believe it was, it might've been 72 and three, but Neil Castles won that first championship. He was one of the winged warriors with a Dodge Daytona number zero six. And Susan's the one that had texted me earlier in the week and told me that her father had finally passed away. He was the subject of the last book we wrote. I wrote, or he wrote actually, uh, gets the credit for it, but it doesn't matter. We, uh, we wrote it together. And, uh, so she called me Saturday and asked me if I'd be willing to say a few words at his funeral service, which was up at uh mountain view Baptist church. I think it was in Gilkey, North Carolina, which is on the other side of uh Rutherford. And I did, and it was uh, a humbling experience for them to even ask me to do that because, uh, he was a, he was a really, really great guy and a terrific race driver and not to mention the things he did in, 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 in uh, and, and, uh, Hollywood with movies and stunts and, uh, thunder in Carolina and his son, Neil jr. Still doing it. I didn't approach Neil about being on the show, which we've had him before on start your engines, but I didn't think the, his dad's funeral was the appropriate place to do that, but I'm going to try to get him on here in the next few weeks. But, uh, I just want to thank them for, uh, let me be a part of that and let me be a part of their family, which, uh, um, I love them. I love all the castles and, and Neil was a special guy okay cup as we said earlier i think it was the first time deb said 65 i thought it was 69 but a whole bunch of races since kevin harvick had won one but he did it last week and uh started 16th and finished first for uh stewart haas racing and um uh, and you picked him ronnie is that right? I did. well good for you the kiss of death is no more you can't use that anymore um uh, Second was the pole sitter, Bubba Wallace, who, I mean, I got to tell you, I was really pulling for Bubba. I never liked Harvick, and I've always liked Bubba, but it didn't work out. Denny Hamlin was third, Joey Logano fourth, Ryan Blaney was fifth, sixth was Martin Truex Jr., seventh, Kyle Larson, eighth, Eric Jones, another good finish for the Petty Car, ninth, Alex Bowman, and tenth, Ty Gibbs, who is still filling in for Kurt Busch. And I tell you what, Kurt must have really suffered a lick. because He must have. He, uh. This is a month. This is four weeks since he's been in there. Um, and he uh, he's, he's missing races every week and is fixing to fall out of the top. Um, well, he's already fallen out of the top 16 in the standings, which are by wins, four wins. Uh, this is the playoff standings. It's Chase Elliott. Second with two wins are second is um, Chase Ch- Ross Chastain, third Joey Logano, fourth William Byron, fifth, tyler reddick and sixth denny hamlin these next guys have one win each uh seventh is kyle larson eighth christopher bell ninth kyle bush tenth jumping all the way up into the top 10 is kevin harvick 11th alex bowman 12th daniel suarez 13th chase briscoe 14th austin sendrick and 15th kurt bush who- as i mentioned has been out for a month and i think my rev limiter's kicking in here it sounds like it and 16th is ryan blaney who hasn't won a race and he is actually in second place in the and in the, in the point standings not the playoff standings so uh, ryan really needs to win one and i know lanny hopes he does too speaking of which got to mention lanny who, uh, Lanny McKinney's still under the weather a little bit, but he maintains the Budmore engineering website, our podcasts, which I don't think that's been, I don't think Should we've done. be updated, one. updated soon. <coughs> Good man. So I'll give you the flash drive when we get finished. And, uh, Ronnie's been sort of handling that for him, but, um, Lanny, we appreciate all you do for us and get well, man. We need you. We don't need to, uh, be hoping you get back soon. We need you back. So, um, that's, uh, Lanny McKinney, great, great part of this show. Xfinity also ran at uh, Michigan last week for the New Holland 250, an extremely forgettable race for um, Jeremy Clements, who did, you know, he wasn't on open mic this week, so I wasn't able to hear what his problem was. But the problem, main problem was he started 21st and finished 31st, two laps behind, and it was probably... Other than having a wreck, his worst showing of the year. I mean, he just he was never in it, and didn't come particularly close. He's got three chances to make the playoffs. If he can win Richmond, Watkins Glen, or Daytona, uh, he's 18th in the standings. It doesn't matter. He's I mean he's a point ahead of at Snyder, but that, none of that makes any difference. Uh, if you're not in the top 12, it doesn't have it doesn't. You're not in it. You're not in the playoffs. Ty Gibbs won the race though. And uh, second was Justin Allgaier, third, Noah Cragson, fourth, Brandon Jones, fifth, Austin Hill, sixth, Josh Berry, seventh, A.J. Allmendinger, eighth, Daniel Hemrick, ninth, Riley Herbst, and tenth, Landon Castle, the points, Castle, the point standings. With a 19-point lead is A.J. Allmendinger, Justin Allgaier, second, Ty Gibbs is third, Noah Cragson, fourth, Josh Berry, fifth. We'll stop it there. Jeremy Clements is 18th and has got to win a race to make the playoffs. The trucks, oh, hold it. Let me back up. Let me even go back to Cup. They uh, run Sunday uh, in Richmond at the Federated Auto Parts 400. That will be at 3 p.m. on USA. The Xfinity cars run, uh, they're off this week, so they'll run next week. And I just mentioned that he had three chances to win. Well, that's incorrect because they're not at Richmond. So he's got two chances to win, Watkins Glen and Daytona. And, um. I believe him they run the road course, so he's good on road courses, so maybe he's got a, maybe that'll be uh, his saving uh, grace. But their next race is at Watkins Glen at 3 p.m. on USA next Saturday. All right, the trucks run today in the Worldwide, Worldwide Express 250 for carrier appreciation. What a name for a race. That's tonight at 8 o'clock on FS1. The point standings in the trucks is, and they are in the playoffs. So your top, uh, your top ten guys in the playoffs: Zane Smith is first, Ben Rhodes is second. He's got a fourteen point lead over Ben. Grant Enfinger is third, Stuart Friesen fourth, John Hunter Nemechek fifth, Chandler Smith is sixth, Ty Majeski seventh, Carson Hocevar is eighth, Matt Crafton ninth, and Christian Eckes is tenth. As I say, they race tonight at eight o'clock. Um, under the lights at Richmond. ARCA is off. They will run next week at uh, Watkins Glen in a 100-miler. In a and uh, their point standings, uh, as of right now, Nick Sanchez is first. Rajah Carruth is seven points behind in second. So they're, they're uh, switching that back and forth. And Daniel Dye is a very close third. With, he's nine points out of the lead. Greg Van Alst is fourth. Tony Breitinger is fifth. Amber Balkane is sixth, and those are ladies, and uh, Tony's the one that's married to the linebacker for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Seventh is Brad Smith. Eighth, Sammy Smith. Ninth, Taylor Gray, a truck driver. And tenth is D.L. Wilson. Indianapolis, the Indy cars, uh they are off today. They didn't race last week, so uh, they haven't raced since the road course at Indianapolis, but They will run next at the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. And when you hear Bomarito, that only means one place, and that's Gateway on uh, on the other side of the Mississippi River from St. Louis and Madison, Illinois. The point standings there. Will Power is first. He's got a six-point lead over Scott Dixon, a 12-point lead over third place and Indianapolis 500-mile race winner Marcus Erickson. Fourth is Joseph Newgarden. Fifth is Alex Pelot. Sixth, Scott McLaughlin. Seventh, Alexander, uh, Patricio O'Ward. Eighth is Alexander Rossi. Ninth, Felix Rosenquist. And tenth is Colton Hertha. And I am completely out of my mind. They ran on the streets of Nashville last week. Yep. I didn't print it out. I just said they didn't race at all, and they did race. Uh, and, and I forgot to watch
2: it because I love that race.
1: Well, it, it was kind of dull. I did watch it. I can't believe when I printed this out last night, I forgot I watched it because I'm a dope sometimes. (laughs) Tottering old man. But Scott Dixon won it. I know that much. And it wasn't anything like the first one where they were whacking each other. And uh, the guy that eventually won the race, Erickson uh, ran into the back of a car on about the third lap. And his car shot up in the air, was perpendicular to the track and still came back to win the race. It wasn't that kind of race, but uh, they did run last week. So, My my mistake on that. Uh, But willpower is the point leader, and uh, they will be in St. Louis or Madison, Illinois next week. Formula One, as I mentioned, is off for a month. And uh, this is the second week of that month. They won't run again until October. August 28th in the Belgium Grand Prix at Spa-Francher Shops, one of the more storied and older courses um, on the Formula One circuit. Max Verstappen is the point leader, and it's a big one. He's got an 80-point lead over Charles Leclerc, who leads races and crashes while he's out front, and that's not good. He drives for Ferrari. Third is Sergio Perez. Fourth, George Russell. Fifth, Carlos Sainz. Sixth, Lewis Hamilton. Seventh, Lando Norris. Eighth is Esteban Ocon. Ninth is Valtteri Bottas, And tenth is Fernando Alonso. I go on to 11th, which is Kevin Magnuson in the uh, um, independent Haas Ferraris that um, I think Deb told us they build those things about a mile or so from her house in Charlotte or in Mooresville. and the other one is driven by Mick Schumacher, who has actually had a podium this year. He's 15th in the standings. but uh, Formula One is uh, is off for today and the next two weeks. Finally, a very, very forgettable. It's turning out to be a pretty forgettable season for Mike Hill and the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship team at um, uh, Whelan Engineering up in Charlotte. They, uh, they finished sixth last week at Watkins. At, um, I'm sorry, Road America, and uh, Ricky Taylor and Felipe Albuquerque were the winners. Second was Ringer, Van Der Zandie, and Seabass, Sebastian Bourdais. Third, Earl Bamber and Alex Lynn. Fourth, Oliver Jarvis and Tom Blomquist. Fifth was Tristan Vautier and Richard Richard Westbrook. And sixth was Olivier A. Pla and Pippo Durrani in the the weather tech in the um Engine- the, uh, what am I trying to say, the Whelan engineering car, <laughs> the WeatherTech engineering
2: car. I believe you just love saying those guys' names.
1: Yeah, and they, uh, uh, they're uh they just having a miserable year. They won the championship last year and won several races this year. They haven't won a race yet, and it's not, I mean, they got one chance left, and they only have the race at Road Atlanta on October 1st left uh, to run. So, I mean, they're, they're just about done. Point standing's over there. Is uh Tom Blom- Blomquist and Felipe Albuquerque are first. And I'm sorry, Blomquist is first. Felipe Albuquerque and Ricky Taylor are second. 56 points back. Seabass and Ringer van der Zandie are fifth or fourth, actually. Uh Alex Lynn and Earl Bamber are sixth. And Pipo Derani, our man, is running in eighth. And uh probably gonna finish around there someplace unless something big happens soon and maybe they'll get it together because they did win road atlanta last year and what i say was the best race of the year (coughs) in all racing i mean it was just unbelievable tv this week ronnie we got uh not a whole lot as i said camping world truck series will qualify at richmond on fs1 at three o'clock this afternoon And the race is actually at 8 tonight on FS1. All the truck races are on FS1. And that pretty much does it for today. Um, Cup qualifying is tonight on uh, USA at 5 o'clock. And a a whole bunch of drag racing on FS1 and FS2. Uh, Tomorrow, though, on Sunday, we've got uh, the cup race from Richmond at 3 o'clock on USA. we got an ARCA race. Now, this is next week. So that's all you got tomorrow. Uh, got a lot of exhibition football. But uh, Arker will be on Friday the 19th of August and uh, so on and so forth. So we'll touch on that last week. Ronnie, we got a minute. And uh, I know you're probably pretty excited about high school football, although, uh, unfortunately, you aren't going to make it in the booth this this year.
2: No, I think I'm going to have to call it quits because I've done public address for Burns for – 40 years off and on oh, mostly a, on that's a shame and i just i can't make the climb up into the press box anymore well then they ought to lower the press box <laughs> that's all right i'll get to watch the game now instead of having to pay attention to all the commercials i need to get in
1: well i don't know if that's a good thing or not because uh anybody that's done anything for that long uh, is a voice that the fans know and grew up with a lot of them and remember and uh um I still say sideline reporter is an option.
2: (laughs) Well, I could consider
1: that. You could. You motor around on the sidelines in your little buggy.
2: Well, maybe maybe we'll see what we can do.
1: All right. Well, high school football starting up. A lot of exhibition uh, football in the pros. In fact, the Panthers at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock today. Baker Mayfield starting, so that'd be interesting to see. And a year ago, who'd have thunk that? That's the truth. All right. Well. Tell you what, that was a good show, except for the minute of dead air I inserted in there. Oh, we had fun, though. Yeah, we did. And uh, we'll invite everybody to come back next week where we're going to talk to Will Cronkite, one of the mechanics uh, and from the old Winston Cup days. Natalie, we're not coming. Maybe soon, though. Maybe about Labor Day. And the rest of you, keep it between the fences.